0: Detachment has to be one of the trickiest parts of the manifestation process, because over here on Team Human Being, we'd like what we want to be served up ASAP. But in today's episode, I'm talking about how to master this essential skill so that you can create what you desire faster and with more ease. I'm going deep on what it means to detach from the results you want with specific examples so that you can really understand the energy shift behind it. Not only that, but I'm coming at you with real life examples and being real transparent with you about those times when I wasn't exactly the manifestation queen that I am today and why mastering this has been so essential to creating the results I want in life and biz. You'll walk away from this episode knowing exactly what to do to round out this five part manifestation series and how you can start implementing everything we've talked about to get that next client, the dream house, the love of your life, or whatever your heart desires you're listening to one simple shift and i'm your host amanda denley the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful balanced life and a successful thriving business in fact what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be what if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I am so excited to be coming to you today with the fifth and final episode of the manifestation series. I hope that you have loved this series as much as I have loved sharing it with you because this process is seriously so much fun and I hope that it makes such a difference for you in how you think about manifesting more of what you want in your work and life So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of detachment in manifesting what you want and why you don't need to know exactly how your manifestation will show up for you. The mindset work here is really staying in belief that it will. We talked about this in episode 57 with Sarah Baker, but I wanted to do another episode on this because I really believe that it's just that important and I want to say that (laughs) Personally, I find this to be the hardest and most annoying part of the manifestation process. You might hear me say that a few times in this episode, but I think it's by far the hardest thing to nail down because when you want something, it's so hard to detach from exactly how and exactly when it's going to show up for you, right? And that just makes sense when we want to create something, when we want a certain result in our life, whether that be the love of our life or the super successful business or the dream home or whatever it is that you are looking to create right now, it's really easy to get attached to that result. It's really easy to come at that from the energy of why isn't this here yet? Why don't I have what I want? Why isn't this happening faster? Why are all these things standing in my way? Why is this so hard? All of that kind of thought, spiral really stands in our way of getting more of what we want because we're so attached to it. We're so attached to exactly how and exactly when and how frustrated we are. And that is just not the right energy to be approaching what it is that we want to create because really this should be a fun process. And ultimately, when you think about it, when you think back on your major milestones in your life, when you finally got what it was that you wanted, when it finally happened for you, It's really in the journey, right? It's in that process of getting what you want, in that process of creating it, in that process of seeing exactly how those dots connect, like we talked about in the last episode, that really make the journey fun. (laughs) So I really want you to approach this from a lighthearted perspective, and we'll go into depth in more examples today regarding exactly how it is that you can create more of what you want from the detached energy rather than kind of having the universe in a chokehold and being like, why isn't it here yet? So I think that detachment is something that once you practice and experience once or twice, you can really tap into that feeling so much more easily and see how powerful it can be moving forward. I think that this may be something that you've already experienced. If you think back to results that you've wanted to create in your work or life and things that finally came about for you, if you remember a moment When you weren't quite so attached to the outcome or when it just seems so obvious that it was on its way, that it was finally going to happen for you, that you were going to get what you want. That kind of energy shift is what we're talking about in today's episode. When it almost seems obvious (laughs) that you're going to get what you want because you have that certain level of like, oh yeah, of course it's coming. Of course it's on its way. I'm so detached. There's no way that it couldn't show up for me. Like, I'm just so sure of it at this point, right? And I think that if you've experienced that before, you know what I'm talking about. But even if you haven't, even if you're still working out this whole manifestation process and you're playing with it in, you know, a little bit more detail and getting more specific about these specific steps that we've talked about, you'll be able to pinpoint this moment, this moment of detachment when it's almost as though it's so obvious and it's so on its way and you can already feel it and it's almost as if you already have it and that's, that is the exact energy that we're talking about today. It's something that I've been speaking about in previous episodes, so hopefully you can see how this particular part of the manifestation process has been at play in all of the examples that I've given this far, but I'm also going to dive into a few more examples today so we can get really crystal clear on the energy behind it, and you can start to put it into action in your own life and business. So just to set the foundation here. I believe that the universe is constantly reorganizing itself at any given moment to bring you more of what you've decided you want. So I just want to say that I know I've said it in previous episodes, but I just want to be really, really clear on that one point. Mike Dooley has a really beautiful example about this in his book, Playing the Matrix. Can you tell I'm like a huge Mike Dooley fan? (laughs) But he talks about the universe as though it were a GPS. Remember like old school GPS tech? Now I feel like everyone just uses their phone, (laughs) but let's say you're on a road trip and you decide that you want to go to Starbucks. But in order to get to Starbucks to get your pumpkin spice latte, you probably have to go a bit off course. Maybe you have to go down a few side streets, maybe you have to like take a few turns, whatever. So the entire time the GPS might be telling you that the fastest route is to turn around and get back on course, right? Because it doesn't realize that you all of a sudden decided that you were going to make a detour. You decided you wanted a pumpkin spice latte. You decided you wanted to go to Starbucks and now you are set on that course, But because you have a new desire in mind, that pumpkin spice latte, you're set on getting what you want. You're going to Starbucks, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And as soon as you decide that and start driving in the direction of what you want, your GPS is going to recalculate and find a new course to get you to your final destination. And chances are, it's going to be an even faster way than turning around and going back to your original route and making whatever legal you turn that your GPS wanted you to make. So you go to Starbucks, you get your pumpkin spice latte. Can you tell I love pumpkin spice lattes? (laughs) With latte in hand, you've got new directions to get where you're going. And you may never have known that those would show up for you and that that course would be just as quick as the previous path you were on. But now you could get yet another thing that you wanted, which was your latte, and you can still end up in your final destination. But had you never made that decision, had you never made that decision to go off course that you wanted your coffee, then the universe would have just kept you on track, right? So in deciding that you wanted something new or different, the universe is going to meet you in that, and it's going to reorganize so that you can get exactly what it is that you want in exactly perfect timing. So I love this example so much because... It's just like such a great example of how when our desires change course, the universe is also going to change course. It's also going to reorganize. It's also going to make sure that what we want is delivered in exactly perfect timing, but with a new set of directions, right? It might look completely different than what we had what, or what the universe had in store for us when we had a different set of criteria or a different set of directions or different desires, right? So I think that it's just such a great example of how you can get what you want still, but that the directions, the way, the how that we're talking about in this episode that I want you to stay really removed from and detached from exactly how that was going to happen. The course you would take that is what alters, right? That is what changes each time we make a new decision, each time we make an adjustment, a course correction in our lives, and come up with these new desires. That is the universe's cue to come up with that new set of directions to put exactly the right opportunities in front of us. I hope that example made sense in the retelling. If not, it's really it's done really well in the audiobook. So I highly recommend that if you're you're a little bit confused here, you go check it out over there because he does an amazing job of explaining it. But getting back to staying detached from the how. I think that this is so important because a lot of times we need to hold that bigger vision. We need to know the result that we have in mind, but without getting attached to it, without getting really, really attached to the end result that we're looking to create because the universe is just going to bring you exactly what you want and exactly perfect timing. So, I can rattle off these analogies all day, but that does not necessarily mean that I have been good at doing this in the past. Personally, I think that, again, this is one of those parts of manifestation that can be really hard to nail down and it can be really hard to be patient during, right? Because a lot of the times we're almost like a toddler throwing a temper tantrum where it's like, no, I want this and I want it now. And why isn't it here yet? Right. (laughs) So I think that I was trying to think of less complicated examples of detachment so that you can really see that energy shift so you can really understand um, what happens when you become detached and exactly what that looks like. And one of the simplest and best examples I can think of was when I was learning to ski. So I learned to ski as an adult. We had gone like a few times when I was a kiddo, but like not very often. And I was kind of, I shouldn't even say a kiddo. I think I was like a preteen and you know how angsty preteens are on family vacations. (laughs) So I definitely don't think I was like at my best when I was learning to ski the first time. So I have been learning to ski since we moved out to Colorado And I remember I had already tried snowboarding and I just remember being so attached to wanting to be able to like do it already. Right. I wanted to be able to ski without a problem. I hated how afraid of heights I was. I mean, I still am, but I've gotten so much better. And I just wanted it to all come easily. I would look around and especially I'd look at like five-year-old kids who were skiing without a problem and they would fall down and they would just bounce right back up, right? Now, if I was falling down, it was like a major event, right? (laughs) I was like worried I was going to break something. I was worried what would happen if I fell. And I just remember being so frustrated. I just wanted to... Be able to do it already. I was so energetically unavailable for all of the lessons along the way, all of the falling, all of the things I had to learn, all of the fears I had to overcome. I mean, how familiar does this sound in business as well? Or we just want to get to those big results in business, but we don't want to have to actually do the hard things along the way, like put ourselves out there or learn how to make sales or actually talk to people and become comfortable talking about what it is that we do. Like I see these things all the time when clients begin working with me. But that's kind of like where I was at with skiing as well. I was just so energetically unavailable for all of the lessons. And of course, I had to learn the lessons first before I actually got good at skiing. So I remember being so frustrated that I had to learn this new skill as an adult. And I spent way too much energy and thought in the mental spiral of if I had just learned this as a kid, it would be so much easier, right? If I had just learned this when I was five, I wouldn't be, have to be doing this right now. If I was just like way more coordinated, then this wouldn't even be a thing. If I, You know, like all of the snotty excuses that my brain was making up at that time. So It definitely did not help my case. And I realize now that all of that mental spiral was actually standing in my way quite a bit. So a little dose of detachment for us here. (laughs) What did I do? So I actually followed all of the steps in the manifestation process. And again, this was before I really knew how to put language around it. But I think that it's just such a great example because it's so easy to see that how once I anchored into the belief that I was going to get it, everything started to click into place a little bit more. I visualized how easy it would feel once I finally did get it. And I think that belief piece was just so huge for me because my brain like subconsciously was fully telling me I was never going to get it right. I'd already tried snowboarding and I gave up on that. So my brain just wanted to be like, nope, this is just another thing that you're not going to get And of course, when I started to believe that one day it actually would click for me, it became so much easier for like everything else became so much easier. Right. I started taking classes on Thursday afternoon. I would like get all packed up and I would go to my ski lessons and there would be like, Oh goodness, such a wide range of ages. And I was like, Nope, I'm doing this for me. I'm going to get this. I'm like, I'm here because I want to learn this and eventually I'm going to nail it. So I started thinking about how learning this new skill would show up similarly to learning to ride a bike or learning to drive a car with a manual transmission. And I remember that in particular being such a difficult thing for me, right? I remember learning to drive all over again with manual transmission and Brian was teaching me at the time and it was just so frustrating because it was like a skill I had already mastered, right? Like I already knew how to drive an automatic transmission. So it was just so frustrating to learn all over again. And I realized that there was such a new set of skills and lessons and frustrations that came with learning to drive stick. So and that was yet another area of my life where I was like I don't know if I'm ever gonna get this right like I just may never be able to drive this car and of course that wasn't true of course there's a moment when you learn to ride a bike when you eventually get it when it eventually clicks and now you think back on that and you're like wow I can't even remember what it was like when I couldn't ride a bike right like it's almost impossible to unlearn that when same thing happened with learning to drive the manual transmission like once I got it 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 was there. Right. And like, now I don't worry as much about like going backwards down hills, but that was terrifying for me at the time when I was learning because I was like, what if I back into someone? Like, what if I'm on a hill? What if someone isn't here to help me? Like, what if I don't do the e-brake correctly? Right. So there were all those thoughts that were standing in my way, but now I think back on it and I like can't even remember how difficult it was, right? Like I had to actually think about this when I was writing up these podcast notes because I like literally couldn't remember back to, I knew it was hard, but it was like hard to remember exactly what thoughts were going through my head and exactly what was standing in my way there because it's just been a while, right? And this is kind of the new normal. But when I stopped being quite so attached to whether like today would be the day I would finally get it when it would finally stop being so hard. Well, that's when it started to become become pretty easy, right? Like that's when things finally started to click because I stopped being so in my head about it. I stopped letting the fear and frustration run the show and I actually started to get it because I wasn't pushing for that result quite as much anymore. I had surrendered to the process and the timing. So by the time I actually got it, it wasn't even a thing anymore, right? It was just like, well, of course I got it. It was on its way the whole time. It's what I've been working towards. I already knew that it was coming my way eventually. I just didn't know exactly how. I think this is such a powerful, energetic shift to recognize because it's equally, if not more valuable to know how to manifest this way in business. I don't know if you know this about me, but when I started my pivot from design to coaching, I basically had the universe in a chokehold. I was so convinced <laughs> that my coaching would go in exactly this one specific way, right? I had this like bigger vision in my head. I was so sure that this was the thing. I basically like took everything I didn't like about design and I was like, well, that's not going to translate to the coaching business and this is how I'm going to avoid all of those struggles and this is how it's going to look and know if ands or buts about it. Now, (laughs) I don't know any area of like life or business where things ever work out exactly how you think they're going to when you start. I mean, I don't think ever really, right? (laughs) But I was so convinced that I would only onboard clients a few specific times per year with like open closed launches and it had to be under the umbrella of the design business. It was just like a different arm and it had to be the exact program that I had outlined and there was no deviating from the plan. It had to work in this one specific launch or my work would be for nothing and it would never work long term. There were just so many things. I had so many self-imposed rules and limitations that it's like, seriously, no wonder looking back that it didn't pan out exactly how I thought it was going to. And it was just that I was so convinced that it could only show up in this one specific way, right? And of course, because of that, because I was so convinced it could only show up in that one specific way, I was absolutely devastated when it didn't work out in that way, which I mean, hey, in hindsight, we can all see coming, right? But so hard when you're in it. And I honestly, like I could have saved myself so much heartache at the time by holding the beliefs that I now have and knowing that I am a co-creator with the universe. And I don't need to know exactly how my desires are going to manifest just that they will eventually. And my job is just to stay in it, to keep believing and to keep taking action in alignment with that. So I just needed to hold the bigger vision, the end result that I was looking to create and really keep in mind what I was looking to manifest and take action on that. And that was that like, that's it, right? Like that, that's the whole equation. But I just didn't know that at the time. And it was through that, like through all of those steps by you know, hiring support and being open to shifting different things about my business model, to be open to shifting my messaging, to be open to shifting my marketing plan. There were so many things once that launch did not pan out at all that I tweaked about it and tried different things and was just so much more open to taking action, but not being tied down to one specific way or one specific, you know, marketing tactic or one specific launch or one specific person or anything like that. And of course, when I opened up all of those avenues, when I took all those different actions and wasn't so attached to one specific action... It made it so much easier for my coaching business to take off in the way that it did, but I had to do the work first, right? Like I had to, it's almost as if the lesson to be learned there was that I couldn't be that tied down or that specific to exactly how it was going to show up for me. And it was in that, that I definitely learned that lesson just because there were so many different things I had to shift, right? Right there were so many different ways that I never could have known how exactly it was going to show up for me. And I had to take action anyway. I had to stay in that belief anyway. And it was through that, that I was able to see the long-term results that I wanted. But I think that this is so often where, clients that I work with have either like fallen off the horse in the past or are having a hard time and like need me to step in with that support because they're having a hard time staying in belief, right? They're having a hard time seeing exactly how it is that it's going to show up for them. And that's where we do the work to say like, well, it's not your job to know exactly how it's going to show up. It's your job to meet the universe halfway, right? It's your job to stay detached enough from exactly how it's going to show up so that it can actually work out for you, right? Because that is never the energy in which we get the most results when we're like super, super attached to one specific way, as I learned in my pivot. So, um, I was actually talking about this recently with a design friend of mine and she was talking about, um, like how her clients have a lot of revisions in their branding work together and how she puts a lot of pressure on herself to get it right the first time and just like doesn't really feel good when clients have revisions and when they want things shifted. And (laughs) I just pointed out to her, I was like, look, you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Like most of us as service providers, we're not mind readers. And while like we absolutely want our clients to love the work that we do for them and have an amazing client experience, it's just like way too much pressure to put on yourself to say like, I'm going to get it exactly right in this way, 100% of the time. Now, in my experience as a designer, the less attached you can be to the final outcome to exactly which logo the client's going to pick or which color palette, the better the work is overall. And the easier it is to show up as an amazing service provider and surprisingly, or Probably not so surprisingly after listening to this whole episode, the more detached you can stay from exactly like which logo they're gonna pick or exactly what it'll look like. And I know when I was in school, our professors would always say like, don't fall in love with your work or don't get married to your work. Don't get married to one specific thing because that's always the one that like ends up on the cutting room floor. Right. But the more detached you can stay from exactly what it's going to be in the end, the exact result that you're creating, the more you start getting approvals, like on the spot without any revisions. And it's crazy. It boggles my mind how this happens. And I've like seen it in multiple client projects in the past, But the more detached you can stay from exactly which one it's going to be the one, the easier it is, right? And the easier it is to, you know, get it exactly right on the first shot. And it's crazy to me how that works. (laughs) But I think that it's just like, because being so attached to one thing hardly ever yields the results that we want, right? So if you think of this in terms of romantic relationships in your life, the guy who's like super attached to you being the one for him to the point of desperation is super unappealing, right? Like kind of to a creepy point, no thank you. So of course, when you're dating, like, his efforts aren't going to pan pan out and you're not going to be the one for him. And that kind of energy is hardly ever, I mean, actually, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say never the kind of energy that creates more of the results you want, right? So if you can think of it in terms of that analogy, if you can like think of that energy shift, how that desperate energy that like it has to be this one in this way never creates the results you want, then it's so much easier to stay detached. It's so much easier to be like, oh, not the right energy. And you can kind of catch yourself in that way because when you're able to stay open and detached and be like, Hey universe, I'd like to create more clients in my business. Kind of like these two I loved working with. You feel so freed to like, start getting more of those, but you're not super attached to it being exactly one client or exactly one project or exactly one thing. You're just so much more open and available for whatever it is that's going to show up for you. And that's what makes the results you want happen that much faster. This actually happened to a client of mine with a client that she was looking to land and do a photo shoot for. She had been visualizing the kind of client that she was looking to call in and the kind of photo shoot she wanted to do. And she had gotten on the phone with a client that was well, a lead at that point, a lead that was exactly to a T, so freaking aligned to the person that she was looking to call in. right? And it's so amazing when that happens. But then the person kind of dropped off, right? And (laughs) this is when she started to like really, you know, lean into her sales process. She started sending follow-up emails, but she was also feeling really discouraged just because she was like so sure that this was the one, right? Like this had been the project she was looking to call in. And the more that we talked about it, the clearer it was that there needed to be like some level of detachment here, that it didn't have to be exactly this client at exactly this time with exactly this kind of photo shoot, that she kind of needed to take a step back and hold the results she wanted in mind, but not be exactly so attached to this one person. And of course, as the story goes, and of course, I mean, at this point, you guys have heard enough of these, right? You're starting to get it. But of course, when she did that mindset work and she decided that it didn't have to be exactly that client, that everything would work out how it was meant to, that another client or another lead could come along, that was exactly what she wanted. She actually ran into this lead at, a, I think it was a farmer's market, the very same lead that hadn't been returning her emails, the one that she had had a sales call with, but hadn't signed yet. That very same person she ran into and they were totally ready to move forward. And I just think that's so amazing because it's such a great example of how, when you can stay detached, when you can say, okay, I get it universe. It doesn't have to be this person in this way these things manifest so much quicker, right? It just happens for us so much quicker. And she could have never known, like, what are the chances that she was going to run into that exact lead at a farmer's market on that day? Like not even, I mean, I think it was like a few weeks, like maybe less than a few weeks. Like this all happened pretty quickly. And I think that that's just so amazing, right? Because that's what detachment can do for us. When we're not quite so attached to how it can show up for us, the results happen far sooner and with far more ease because it doesn't feel like such a struggle to actually get what we want. When you're looking to land that first or next client, it can be so easy to think that it has to show up for you in one specific way. But honestly, the more attached you are to that, the more it shows in your energy and your actions the harder it becomes to land any clients at all, let alone the dreamy clients you're looking to work with. And this can stand in your way big time when it comes to creating more of the success you desire in your biz. That's why I'm so incredibly passionate about helping you to do the mindset work so you can start showing up with the right energy and start taking more of the right actions to sign clients with ease. If you're ready to get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge so you can shift it and land that first or next client get yourself over to AmandaJoyceWeber.com slash next client and grab a spot for my free coaching call. During this 30-minute laser-focused session, we'll talk about the next step you can take to sign that next client ASAP. I only do three of these each week, so grab yours before it's gone. So just to sum it up here, because I know we've had a series of examples on this with various different examples, but I really wanted you to be able to see how this can work for literally everything in life and business. But I just want to do a recap here because I think it's really important for you to know all five steps of this exact manifestation process so that you can start using this and you can really start implementing this work in your life and business to get more of the results that you want. So step one, get really freaking clear on what you want and get excited about, but not attached to the details. Step two, focus on the feeling that you're looking to create by manifesting more of what you want. So you can start creating that in really small ways now, and that will start really helping you to tap into that feeling and bring more of it your way. Step three, believe it's possible and start showing up as if that is true. Step four, start taking actions in alignment with what you want. We talked about that last episode, but this is really so important, right? Because steps one through three really deal with the thinking behind manifesting. But step four is like you meeting the universe halfway and going out there and taking action so that the universe can really bring those opportunities, put you in front of the right people, whatever has to happen so that you can get what you want. And then step five today, detach from exactly when and how it's going to show up for you. And this is just so, so important because the more that you believe that it's on its way and the more you can detach from exactly what action it's going to take, exactly how it's going to show up for you, the faster and easier these opportunities, these results, these manifestations really present themselves. I genuinely hope that you've loved listening to this manifestation series and hearing the exact process that I use to manifest what I want in life and biz as much as I've loved sharing it with you. We will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week, and I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. You know, I know when one the and exactly like which client their which logo the hold on.